everyone. This is Catching Up with the Nerds with your host, Tom and JC. This yeah. is a podcast about two dads that are catching up with the nerdy stuff we miss, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you, listener. Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm Tom and you're JC. This is amazing. Now you know. Yes, I'm JC uh, and you're Tom. Yes. Yay. <laughs> nice new intro. Yes, we're back. We've been gone for a while. We've missed the last four episodes, so an entire month of podcasting. Um, because you know life happened life man uh, life life so what what a part of life has affected you top this month well the same the same that's been affecting you which is new jobs you know um you know i no longer work for a big a big corporation and i've been moved on to a, a slightly smaller one and uh you know if you if you must know uh, i used to work for sony tv channels and they've sold their tv channel business in the uk to a small company and now we're like one of those startup company you know with 50 yeah. plus employees in a cool nice area of london um which means so, bean bags everywhere yes i mean bean, <laughs> bean bags everywhere and um yeah so that's that was it there's just the whole transition that happened that you know the last couple of weeks that anyone's job is always very busy because of handing over yeah. stuff and explaining what you do to other people um and then getting into a new company is also very um interesting and intense because you need to understand new concepts and uh, who does yeah. what when so that's the same thing that you i guess went through with your you know yeah well i i went from 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 leaving my previous job was as, as a stay-at-home dad into <laughs> actually working again uh which is working at home been- dad yeah, working at home, dad, which has been really nice. Actually, I got a vent. As like as much as I love mm. the kiddos, I was ready for my usual dose of adult conversations. Was this podcast that sad? <laughs> so <laughs> I pretty much enjoy having adult conversations again. Uh, uh, so that was I, your I, escape. I was your escape, and now so pretty leave. much. And now it's oh. like I I get to have professional level conversations with people. I'm like, wow. It's fine. We're uh, quite open minded. We are okay with seeing uh, other people. So it's fine. Yes. You, you can Ex- go and talk to other grownups. Okay yes. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and it's been a nice change. Uh, but as always, it's like it's busy and you have to adjust to life because all of a sudden it's like doing that and doing the kids and school and blah, 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 and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So just that adjustment has been a little bit rough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're getting nice. there. Yeah, we're getting um, there. So we're good. Right. So that brings us into this week's episode. And I thought we, we'll, we'll go back and uh, ease everybody in nice and gently and we'll we'll do some recommendations aka what we've been watching listening reading in the last couple of weeks and uh and uh and what who who who, who do you want to, do you want to start jc do you want to talk well, about the first thing well, you've enjoyed uh, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll caveat which in this case i have uh leaned into all mm. animated shows or movies or well actually no, all animated shows uh because oh. as um i i just to give you a little background it's like why i did that uh a few years ago i gave myself total license to only read graphic novels and comics i was like you know script. I, I had always guilted myself shamed myself into like there's these great pieces of like literature you should read like yeah mm. like war and peace type stuff like important mm, yes. literature right, right and i was like you pages. know what yeah, I, I grew up in, in a society where like comic books weren't available, but even if they were, like they wouldn't have been condoned in any way. Like, yeah. and, and, that and, foot, and, footloose, you know? Yeah. No listen to any music and dance. Exactly. It, it just, it just, well, it, and, and it's, it's beyond the, like the, the conservative side, but just like it would have been looked at like, dude, who are, what are you, you doing? 
Yeah, it would have totally leaned into like the, the the classic nerd stereotype. And then, because I keep telling people, it's like, had it been there, I would have picked it up and read it. And a couple years, you know what? I'm going I'm going to catch up on like the 20 years I missed out on that stuff, man. So all I do is read like one graphic you know novel after another. There's an underlying piece of advice right there for kids who are listening. It's like, do what you want. Don't yeah, listen to man. everyone. It's like when it comes to nerdy stuff, do what you want. If you want to read a comic, if you want to pick up a a book if you want to pick up a game in a store or, or watch a movie just do it don't wait yeah, yeah. Don't wait. And, and, and i enjoy kind of like my super like 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 intense shows like i like I, yeah. stuff like the wire the sopranos like these things like they're amazing they're great but lately i'm like you know what i'm gonna just catch up on all the animated shows i missed because i did miss a bunch like when, yeah. when really the adult animated show thing exploded i tuned out for some reason like like off the back of like really family guy was one of the first huge ones that it was like yeah. oh wait that's not for kids right and 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 not that i'm initially a fan of that show and i haven't watched it but it it led to all these other shows that i miss and i'm just catching up on those and that's what i talk about there's a few of those that have come out that i think are really cool all right you go you go first what, what's your first uh, recommendation slash things you've enjoyed you know what's the first show all right, so there, there, there's a, a once again, as always, there's a theme to my first, it's a set of recommendations. And these are shows that I feel are very um, um, plot driven. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll make a clear distinction because there's another set of shows that I think are very character driven that I've thoroughly enjoyed. And the plot driven shows, funny enough, I've, I've caught myself somewhat enjoying, somewhat not enjoying. Um, and, uh, and start off with Invisible. I've been Yay. I've been talking Tom's ear off about Invincible over text, like to to the point that I think I'm probably annoying him by this point, um, oh. because uh, it it was such an anticipated show. Uh, for anybody who hasn't watched it, the reasons why you should be interested in Invincible is uh, one, it was is based on a on a on a huge comic run uh, by Robert mm -hmm. Kirkman. For anybody who doesn't know who Robert Kirkman is, Robert Kirkman is the guy that wrote and and basically created the show, uh, uh, The Walking Dead. And as we know, that show is huge. And the reason why that is so big is that Robert Kirkman is one of the few comic writers that is a legit, I think he's almost a billionaire. Like he is legit rich. And it's very rare to hear that. Uh, because uh, most of the time, these guys, like, they will write a comic and it's owned by the publisher. So in this case, like, uh, I think it's Image, uh, not Image, is it Image? I forget. Uh, but for example, like, uh, someone writes something for Marvel. Yeah. Marvel makes a movie out of that. The guy that actually wrote that character gets very little money from it because Marvel owns all those characters, right? Yeah, In the case of Robert Kirkman, he owns all his characters. So the 10,000 seasons of Walking Dead, he makes money on all of those hand over foot, like without a doubt. So, so the thing about it is like when he started writing The Walking Dead, he also had a parallel run called Invincible. And it's taken a while for them to develop this one. Um, and, uh, and finally decided that the best way to develop it was through an animated show, but stacked to the gills with, with like the best voice actors you've ever heard. Like yeah. it, 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 it's got uh, JK Simmons. It, it's got like, um, uh, well, yeah, it's got John Hamm. For five minutes. It's got, it's got Sandra Oh, and like, and mm -hmm. she like brings it, man, in the show. Uh, so it's super well well cast, which was amazing. That in itself got me interested because I'd never heard of it. I'd never read the novel. I'd never even heard it existed. 
So I was like, let's check this out. And you check out the animation and the animation looks great. It's it's super good, but it also looks like it's straight out of Saturday morning cartoons. It looks like a, a like it a does. more evolved version of that. Yeah. Like what if they actually made that animation really, really good? And um, so it looks like it's like, oh yeah, it's like a family show. It's like, oh, you can watch it with your kids. No, no, no. and no. <laughs> it's like, if, if, if you're not down for like extreme violence, then this, or allow your kid to watch extreme violence, this is not the show for them. <laughs> at all yeah um it's 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 it took me by surprise because i wasn't ready for that and i knew it was i I thought it would be violent in terms of 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 the the themes and the the language i thought that would be the violence within it i was explained expecting so much guts and broken body squished like grapes (laughs) yes it's like that was intense. I mean, for, for, like, you've watched every single episode, right? You've, you've done you've, yeah. you've done the entire yeah. season. Right? Yeah. The, the, just the, the only thing I can refer to and the thing that I wasn't really expecting is that scene in the last episode, that fight between two characters, I'm not going to spoil it, yeah. um, with the train. And if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. It's oh. be- because it's, it, it's not only violent, but it's upsetting because yes. of what it stands for like like it it, it lands that moment very well in the show because it generally upsets you it's, it's, upset. it's so not, I, I had to yeah. pause it I, I went not not because of the the the, the this like the visceral yeah like the, the i was i had to stop and i was like what just happened like oh my like he i can't believe they did like i can't believe they came up with that idea i can't <laughs> believe that they, they went there yeah um and and it's i, I had to pause it for like a minute or two just to compose myself and go like okay this happened let's see where they go with it because i don't know where they they can take this like after this scene um and it's it wasn't i wasn't expecting that like that level of violence physical violence it it was viscerally jarring in a way that animation has has seldom made me feel uh if if i'm honest it it, it really was that much it's like there's some anime that i think could could get up there uh but it it really was a combination of just like the violence and what it's what that moment stood for once again it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it for people but when those two came together it's like whoa that was over the top uh whereas there's other moments in the show that are more um like red wedding-esque where it's like it's the shock of what happened and who just got killed and stuff like that 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 shocks you but really it's more like shock value right it's like yeah they're playing with our emotions for it but that other moment at the end of the show is like it's it's different it's not the red wedding at all (laughs) was it the same for you when have you watched the movie um akira yeah the actual the actual movie right um yeah it's, there's a lot of things that in terms of the animation of the characters, the way they move, yeah. the way it's yep. drawn. Yeah. Um, and the, the head, is it the head of the FBI, the guy, Cecil or something like that? Is it, or is he the head of, um, I can't remember the special oh, oh, head of. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I forget. CIA. I forget. But I it's it's another shield like yeah, entity. Yeah. And, it's and like, the way he's whatever. drawn reminded me of Akira as well, like in the terms of like there's a character and then it looks like it. And and so that's why I've, at times I felt like I was watching it again. And as as a kid when I watched Akira for the first time I was like it it, it literally messed me up for like a couple of months because I was like oh my god the things I've seen in there. Um, yeah. and it, it's sort of like in terms of the drawing and the style, the artistic style was very reminiscent of, of Akira there. That's that's why I've sort of um, yeah, it's a mix of Marvel with Shield, yeah. you know, good evil. Yeah. Um, because he plays like and a Dragon Nick Ball. Fury type of yeah. character. Because yeah. it's like he's like he's, he's, he's controlling everything. 
a good guy can control anything but morally ambiguous for the greater good yes. right so yeah, yeah. it's very reminiscent yeah and and the f- again the, the the fight scenes are very to me reminiscing of, of dragon ball like when they start flying around and punching each other through mountains i'm like yeah. this this dragon ball right there you know somebody lands from space into you know into planet earth and like just stands up and go for some more and it's like okay this is very uh and, and it does the thing that once again we've talked about in previous episodes about the criticism of of marvel movies and marvel shows sometimes of not showing the 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 everyday person's point of view of what yeah. just happened that 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 got lost after like about age of Ultron. really um mm. you don't get that 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 like pedestrian perspective on it and this does that well i feel like you see the implications of the people on the ground of what it's what's happening to him and the destruction that happens yeah. as like two super beings are fighting um the implications of that right and it's like it, it shows you very clearly it shows you like all right we just like wiped out a bunch of aliens who's going to clean it up <laughs> it's like like, like little things like that that i thought were really good and like thoughtful i was like oh that's cool um but uh the the big thing that and that to me at that to me is good solid world building which is my next point like mm-hmm. i think this show because it's very plot driven i feel sometimes it does a great world of a great work uh job of world building because there's i believe i'm pretty sure there's like a hundred plus issues of this it's like it's it's, it's pretty well built out in the comics and and and, and i've been purposely I, I thought about picking it up and i'm like no i feel i want to roll with the show because i think it'll spoil spoil too much for me and i actually am enjoying the animation quite a bit on it um but it, it delivers kind of like in that game of thrones sort of way i feel like that that's my best comparison to the show like i feel like oh okay we're going to be introduced to a lot of people i feel like there's going to be big stakes it's like yeah like large stakes and at the same time like the characters while i'm invested in them i'm investing them through their plot and less through them like even the main yes. character like the kid i'm not that invested in him if i'm honest like i'm not that atta- outside of that last episode spoiler that's as much as i'll give away yeah. um that one did maybe get a little more connected to him but uh but overall it's like it, it's it's the buildup of characters is a lot slower like in the first two episodes just like yeah i kind of care about them but not that much. I care about what's happening, but not about the characters yet. And 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 there's a moment with for Sandra Oh as well, like the the mom character that also comes at the end that makes yes. you go, oh, you just sympathize for her so much with one line. One line totally repositions that character incredibly well. Uh, she's my favorite character in the, the entire thing. Yeah, I just, I exactly. Just, like, actually, actually, you said yeah, you care for them. Like, I don't actually care for the the two guys. Like, I actually care for her and what she Correct. goes through. It's it's, I believe one of the first time they actually have that connection with the mom sort of character within the like um, a series. And it's quite interesting to uh, to go through that, um, you know, sort of understanding of what was like you know, how everything's messed up around. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. Yep. I feel like yeah, if I correct. say more, uh, I yeah. Get it. Anything so, else you want to add to to Invincible? Uh, no, just it's one of those like uh, I really like the the little white what little white lies does. Um, I don't know if anybody follows. It's a publication. This makes like a, a film review um, a magazine that has a really good website and they have a really good way of like reviewing things of just like the anticipation for the thing and they give that a score. Then the actual experience of watching yeah. the thing and they give that a score and then they give it a different score for reflecting about it after you've watched it. 
And I'll say this is like my anticipation was super high when I watched it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think it, it possibly exceeded my, 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 my anticipation of it. But afterwards, I kept asking myself, I was like, did I like it because of the shock? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you take yeah. away the shock value from that show, is it still a good show? And I'm still, I'm still not sure. Like, even I'm talking about it with you right now. Yeah. 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 Even talking about it with you, I'm kind of going like, I still get excited when I talk about it. But I'm, I, I, I fear that, it, once again, it's too plot driven. But I'm hoping the, next, the second season establishes the characters more because I want to be more invested in them. I've, I feel like I'm, I've, I've only very likely connected with the, the main characters and uh, um, it's, it's um, I think to me, the two things, the two reasons why I liked it is, is the violence, fair enough, even though if it's absolutely <laughs> gross, but that's yeah. what, the one thing that's, that, that stuck to me and the music. Okay, the voice, act, yeah. the, voice, the, the voice actors are absolutely, but the music sort of um, um, sticked out to me. Like you, I, I thought great. it was great, great pick, great pick sort of around. Was like, and, and many times I had to pause it to actually go and look up who, who the song was about. I mean, obviously, if you put the subtitles on, you can see the artist, but... Um, oh, other thing, if you... Well, obviously, you're watching it on Prime, but if you're watching and you... Um, do you know that you've got you've got the... Um, if, you, if you're watching it on a tablet or something like that, mm -hmm. if you um, tap your screen once, you see the name yeah. of the actors and their bios about And there's also the trivia bits. Have you read yep. the trivia bits? In there? No, some no, I haven't. Funny. Some of them yeah. are just funny. It's like, oh, the costume that guy is wearing is actually fake. You're like... Well, yeah, I know it's a freaking, freaking cartoon. <laughs> like, it's keep dropping a bunch of um, funny, funny um, trivia bits in there, and it's quite. It's actually quite. I don't know if they're trolling us or if they're just actually just uh, like let's put a bunch of jokes in there. Or it sounds like Amazon might have just leaned into their AI and just go like, oh, you know how like now there's a bunch of articles that are written by AI. Yeah. So maybe that was it. Um, but speaking of music, that's a great pivot into mm. Yasuke which yes. is the other show I watched. <sighs> Anticipation, so, so high. Yes, go on. So high for, for two reasons, three reasons, mm. really. One, Lakeith Stanfield. Anything he does, I'm there for. Even the, the he had a very crappy adaptation of, uh, of um, uh, what is it, Death Note on, 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 yes. on Netflix that we talked about that I'm like, I enjoyed watching him. He's, he's the only thing I, I kind of enjoyed from that whole movie because I think he's just such a talented actor. So he's voicing the, the lead character mm -hmm. in a show called Yasuke, uh, which dropped on Netflix. It's, it's uh, anime-ish uh, because it's, it's like American anime. So I, I believe it was not done in, in Japan. Um, and uh, it's got a soundtrack by Flying Lotus. So he both scores it. So Flying Lotus, for anybody who's not familiar after, go check out Flying Lotus. If, yeah, it, 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 he, it's hard to even pinpoint what genre he plays it yes. because he's just everywhere, but he's amazing. He's one of my favorite, like kind of like right now, like I never would call him because it's like kind of producer sort of thing. Um, but um, the point being is I was super excited about that. Plus it's got a, an original song for the, the show with Thundercat, who's another one of my kind of like uh, favorite. Yes, Thundercat's awesome. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like, he's just such an amazing musician. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and then it's like, we talked about it in the previous episodes, which is like, we wanted to see more shows that were black created, like the actual showrunner mm -hmm. was black, that were like black writers, da, 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 and so forth. And and we wanted to see more of that in, in, anim in the animated space. And I got through two episodes and I couldn't I couldn't go any, any further. Like it, it just sucked. It, there was no... <laughs> 
there was no world building. I did not care about the characters. Like you can barely tell it's the Keith Stanfield that that's voicing the main character. I could not care less about what was happening in the show. I was, if anything, I was just looking out for like the needle drops. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait there's a song. There's a song and stuff. I was like, oh, wait, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. And it's like, and I was trying to will myself to like it. And I'm like, dude, life's too short. I'm out. And it was so such your, a bummer. Your recommendation is not recommended. <laughs> yeah, no. But here's the one thing about it that is yeah. absolutely fascinating to me. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has got a 92% critic score. It has got a 54% audience score. Classic, yeah. I, it, it's, it, it, I was like, how does that happen in a show like this? Like, I would get that if it was like <laughs> an indie movie, right? Where it's like, yeah. oh, look, it's an indie darling. The critics love it, but really it's kind of boring to watch. And I'm like, on an animated show, I don't think I've ever seen that in an animated show. That, uh, that, I've seen it on movies, yeah, a lot. But, um, yeah, but in a show, uh, it's surprised because I'm like, this should play to the fans. It's like, everybody should be like gushing over the art and stuff like And the art yeah. isn't bad, but I don't think it's great by any stretch of the imagination. And, and so it's like, it's interesting. I was like, well, if the critics like it, there must be something good there. And I'm like, oh no, I, there must not be either. some <laughs> some meta commentary that I'm not picking up on that I'm like, and 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 uh, shout out David Sago. Uh, he got through the whole thing. He's like, look, it gets a bit better, but it really was a bit of a disappointment. So I'm like, and it's funny. Right, if Sago was in it, I'm out. As you were talking about um, Rotten Tomato, I, I went into Metacritic to see what they're talking about. Um, yeah, they, their score, um, 72%, and then user score, which is obviously people like us, uh, yep. 59 so, 5.9? Yeah, out of 10. Um, oh, okay, okay. I was about to say that about 10. 100. No, no, okay, but, okay, 10, so that, no. yeah, that tracks with the 54% on, on Ryan Tomatoes, mm -hmm. right? Just about the 50%, which is, I mean, it's not, once again, it's perfectly watchable, but I'm like, it's such a waste of talent is the way, the way that I saw it. It's like, because just the story's not good at the end of the day like it, yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't capture the, me early enough the one thing the one the one word that seems to be coming back that's in common with every single review it's uh overstuffed uh yeah. too much <laughs> yep it's yep, over yep, the yep. top <clears throat> okay yep. I, it's, a bit, it's a bit disappointing so i was like i actually had it on my watch list and i was uh, um, looking forward to actually watch it and see what it was all about yeah. um i might see i might still try and get through a couple episodes to see if i maybe like it but um, have you tried rewatching it again or not? Not really. Just, just give it one okay. watch anyway. Yeah. Because of all the recommendations I'm about to give later, I haven't watched it because all the recommendations I've learned <laughs> so much. <laughs> so uh, cut your losses and you went that. That's yeah. It. But uh, but yeah, let, let, let's pivot to your recommendation. All right. I'm, I'm, well, I'm moving away from your from your um, animate animated content. I'm I'm gonna go with what I like best, which is video games. Um, yeah. And a few weeks ago, a um, new game came out on PlayStation 5, exclusive to PlayStation and PlayStation 5 in particular, uh, Returnal, which ah. was um, a highly awaited game. Uh, and uh, again, I'm going to go with my classic question. What is Returnal? Yeah. Tom. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, but, but what inquiry it? minds do want to know. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, so it's just, again, it's, it's, it's a third person shooter. Uh, but what is interesting with this is that the settings and the way it's done is 
highly different from anything else. So the company that produced the game um, usually does shoot them ups or, you know, the ones with that, you um, yeah. flying a little plane or, or, or you know, UFO or whatever, and you go through the screens yeah. and you've got enemies either dropping from the top to bottom and you're trying to yeah. smash them or you go from left to right and you're trying to yeah. go through a bunch. So they've sort of taken the ID the same is the same sort of principles of like you're shooting stuff on the screen and you're trying to move you have to be in constant movement but it's third person so you're controlling a human uh and you've got to go through a bunch of aliens a bunch of ah. monsters um yeah so it's also i'm gonna drop a, a word that i was like i wasn't really familiar with or i heard it being dropped a bunch of like but so it's a roguelike game so what what's a roguelike a roguelike is literally um you know, it's 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 a term that was more used in terms of tabletop games. Um, you know, tabletop role-playing games. You know, like Dungeon and Dragon. So you go through a bunch of uh, um, of different rooms and different um, castles or what have you. You know, and you go through there and you have to fight your way through your enemies and get to from A to B. And yep. if you die, it's the end of your your character. Start all over again. Yeah. Um, so that what a role-like game is literally you die. You don't start from what the point in which you die you go back all the way to the start oh i didn't know that okay so they've used the id um the idea of a roguelike game into the story which is uh you know this scientist or this astronaut uh set in the future obviously who is um going into a bunch of different planets and she's like this um like the first person that we're going to a planet to sort of scout the place and her name yeah. is celine and uh, you see the, the game starts from this point of you see Celine in her in her um, uh, the, the spacecraft or whatever you want to call it crashing onto a planet and then she dies but that's where the story starts like she dies she wakes up and she don't leave this planet that obviously she doesn't know anything and then she goes into a bunch of different rooms she's got a gun she sees a bunch of monsters and it's like oh what's going on so obviously she's got to clear the rooms and she got to go through and then she goes comes across this uh, uh, dead bodies. And those yeah. dead bodies, uh, spoilers, it's herself. So she started going, oh, what the hell? So that's my body there that looks completely decayed from 10 years ago. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so she's basically stuck in a time loop where every time she dies, she goes at the start, which is her crashing onto the planet. And the planet, I think, is called Atropos. Um, she's re- <laughs> she, she dies, gets resurrected onto that plane crash she's there she crashes and then she gets out of the ship and she starts all over again you lose everything you own like all the weapons you've unlocked everything you've unlocked is gone you start with that, that basic weapon and you go again you keep a bunch of stuff that you have unlocked like they 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 they, they would not go away like once it's unlocked it's unlocked it stays yeah. with you so yeah. you, you do progress you become better and better um what else is on now so you discover that i'm not okay, not going to yeah. spoil but yeah. you uh, discover why you're here um how come your second time look what's happening every time you die so you get a lot of answers you do get an ending for it i don't know what the ending is, but i'm not gonna say it obviously and <laughs> it was very interesting so the the one thing that is very interesting with this it's it's a highly difficult game it's super difficult not as in yeah. um the enemies are unbeatable but there's a long massive learning curve in terms of um what you need to do when you need to do those certain actions and how how you need to sort of gather new um, new skills um yeah. once you play um 
and it's hard because like the, the bosses are extremely hard the, the the second like the smaller bosses are also very hard to defeat and you'll die over and over and over again so you get frustrating and I'm not gonna lie. There's there's a few instances where I almost chucked my controller at the TV. It's <laughs> like, not happening because you will grind in the game. You know, you get to a point where okay, I'm gonna go. I know this boss is coming up. I'm gonna go into every single room, trying to unlock as many good weapons as I can, yeah. trying to upgrade yeah. so my life now I get a, I get a longer life. You know, like it's you get some sort of shield and you, you know, you sort of build yourself up to being this badass uh, astronaut and you can get to the boss and hopefully beat it. But like sometimes you you go on a run you do absolutely terrible and you defeat the boss and then sometimes you get actually prepared like very well you get you get everything you want you're like okay i'm good to go level whatever yeah. let's go and you get your ass kicked <laughs> in less than 30 seconds you lose everything this is frustrating but what, the, what i found super interesting is that it sort of reopened the the debate around what's a hard video game and yeah. hard video games have become super easy recently yeah um, you know, and, and what what video game has become now where before you used to be, you, you had to grind to become, to get to the certain level. Now you can sort of buy your way into greatness. You know, you can yeah. get your credit card out and buy, you know, um, buy a bunch of boxes yeah. and loot boxes and like, no, no, I'm level 55 and I can, you know, you've not actually played the game that much. You just paid yeah. your way to that level. And this one, you have to put the hours and you have to better yourself. You have to find the rhythm find ways of yeah. defeating your enemies and find ways to understand the mechanics of the games and it's very super interesting and and and, and the, the whole debate like i spent hours online as well <laughs> just trying to see what people were saying like is this game yeah. like are kids saying this game is too hard and they're giving up or like are they persevering and trying to get better um yeah. my take on it is that it's it, there's no saving they, like you can't save the game so it's like once when you die yeah. And you have to stop if you want if you want to go to bed for example it's yeah. either you leave your, your your ps5 on sleep mode come back to it and then you will have all your the things you've unlocked still there oh wow if you switch it off you lose everything you start from zero <laughs> dang dude that's next level that that's, that's like some it is wait is 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 this the contra of this generation it's yes yes it is you know how Contra was so effing yeah, frustrating. So, so hard. And just, oh, yeah, yeah. so, like, if they hadn't come out with that cheat code, I, I, I would have never beat that game. So they, um, there, were, there were a lot of people that actually uh, took, took to Twitter and complained to the, um, the game producer. Then they went, oh, look, you guys have to put some save, save points. As, like, not, you don't have to put, like, every 10 minutes, but, like, at least, like, halfway through or, like, a third of the way through and then another one later on. Um, which... I was like, yeah, they should. But then also I'm like, no, because that's what does the, you know, that's what makes this game special. It's like, you actually need to concentrate. You need to care. You need to think about how you're going to approach the the multiple rooms and the bosses. It's quite quite funny. Say hi to... uh, to Oh, yeah. So the, 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 yeah. And I think that's, that's what makes it unique as well is it does, it does makes you care like you it's not a game that you can just pick up and go okay i'm gonna play and chill for an hour you know just uh like remember we used to talk about call of duty and fortnite like you can drop in and out of, of the session quickly you yeah. can do that in return returnal but that won't get you anywhere it's pointless yeah this this is the opposite this is the opposite of that it's it's hard it's like it's super hard but it's rewarding like when i beat the first boss uh, after failing like six or seven times 
I actually legit celebrated when I played the first boss. <laughs> you should have seen me. I was like, <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, this is just boss one out of six. Oh, fine. <laughs> you, know, you suck. <laughs> um, Did you like jump up and go like, today we cancel the apocalypse. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched July. Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and it, it, it felt like that. It felt like I, I bit the game, but it wasn't like that. It's like there's six, there, so there are six worlds um, in the, the entire thing. And um, I'm on world three or no four now, or three, All right. I remember. Um, but it it will give you like it, you will have to work for it to get past those levels. You, right, it's not, right. I think one of my good friends has also explained at the same time. So he started like um, a couple of days after me, and I was well ahead of him. And he beat the couple of bosses I was struggling to beat, like on the first go, but. Okay every single play is unique you like i can play it that way and i could literally end the game that go through all the six worlds in in in, in one sitting and then yeah. next day you try again you'll die within five minutes so oh interesting it, it feels like the 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 <laughs> it feels like there's a part of luck also so sometimes you can you can't unlock certain weapons that you like that you feel more comfortable with uh, sometimes you get against enemy that was just impossible to beat sometimes on other runs you'll literally come across almost no one so they yeah. so that when you die and you come back that's something i forgot to mention is that the map is different the rooms are different the enemies are different. so everything around you is new so you don't you don't go through the same map twice you'll go through the rooms yeah that you that look familiar but they won't be the same like they will they'll be something different the the, the 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 enemies will be in different positions the enemy will be different the next one one room that you expect coming after the, the you know after one room won't be the same so it's, it's very it's mind-boggling <laughs> it's one of those games that it's, it, it gives you a lot of uh, it asks for your attention you know you need to give it up for attention so it's playing with the time loop formula in a way that we, you you could never do in a movie because the time yes. loop formula in a movie only works because it's the same setting you shoot it always the same way. And that that's what grounds it in like, oh my God, this person is going through the same thing over and over again. Whereas here you can actually play with a different setting every time you set reset the time loop, yeah. um, even though the you're still in a time loop, right? But do you remember that Tom Cruise movie with the, when he's stuck in the time loop? Have you watched that? Um, that's exactly what I was thinking of, Edge of Tomorrow. It's exactly of, what I thought it. of. Where he keeps, he keeps just trying to like, find different ways to kind of like basically beat it but it, it's ultimately the same challenge he just takes different approaches to it but what you're saying yes. is like it's almost like he woke up in a different world every time right and that would make it exponentially harder yes so because you, you can't you can't rely on what you learned edge of tomorrow is literally him learning about everyone's movements so he can he can go and say well suddenly he'll he'll you know, he'll go into the battlefield and go like, bang, 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 bang. Like this guy's behind me. I know, like yep. in two seconds, this guy's showing up. And that, that what makes it funny, you know. And then the, you know, the more he progresses, the more he learns about what he should do and shouldn't do. But so, so this is quite the opposite, which is like, well, now I don't know what to expect next one. You know, you might you might start really bad and end very well. You might start awesomely and die like a, a piece of shit, um, <laughs> you know, with no warning. Yeah, and that's what I think. I think I think the difficulty is as it should be. It's a very challenging game, and I, I, this is why I love it. So do you literally have it on sleep mode right now. It is on sleep mode right now. Exactly. That's <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's it's great. Oh, there's there's something else I was about to mention. I just it just slipped my mind, but um, it's yeah. So it, it sort of deals also with like a, a psychological horror 
um, genre, but it's it's not horror as in you you'll you'll have jump scares. It's not that sort of thing. And the ending, without spoiling it, is completely not what you would expect, and that's oh, great. Uh, okay, it's, it's 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 cool, but it also doesn't give you all the answers. I've seen one of my good friends from well, a pro, former job. Um, was doing a bit of, bunch of live st- live stream on Twitch, and uh, I watched him finishing the game, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, is this it?" <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. He, he okay. was there. He's like, "Is this finished? Am I done?" Um, so the ending again depends on what you expect and what what you're uh, how demanding you are. I thought it was pretty good, but it okay. doesn't cool. answer everything. So I'll stop here. Oh, sometimes those are the best ones. Hmm. Um, do you want to carry on? Shall I go with my second yeah. one? What do you want to do? Uh, do I go back and forth? Uh, yeah. yeah done. You go. You All go. right. So uh, coming on to my sub- second topic, um, looking at character-driven uh, mm. animated shows, um, yes. which actually might be a good segue into your next recommendation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shall we carry on? No interruption. Let's get. Let's do this. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> people, we are dads. We will get interrupted. We're dads. We're getting interrupted. Yeah. That's what's yeah. Cool. That that's part for the course. Uh, so, uh, character-driven shows. These two shows, I cannot tell you how much I love because my expectation was very low for both of them, if we kind of follow that, 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 that structure I was talking about. So, one is a Harley Quinn show mm. that's on that used to be on the DC app and now is on HBO Max. Um, I'm assuming in the UK, is it on Sky? Might be on now tv or sky one of the two yeah i actually look it up um, that's the one you kept going on going on about on whatsapp <laughs> my god one. yeah I, okay yeah i think that was the one i got annoying about uh, because I, I, I the thing is it was just such a surprise i only yeah. picked it up uh because somebody in a podcast kept talking about it as you know and uh i kept going like no it's it's really a good take on harley quinn and like just a yeah. dc universe and i was like the plot it's probably like I kept thinking like Saturday morning cartoon stuff, and um, and I picked it up and uh, one it is definitely not Saturday morning cartoon stuff for damn sure, um, but um, it it tells a really good story that grounds the characters very early on. So the main thing is you're effectively rooting for Harley Quinn from like the second episode, it, it, yeah. it, and even though it's got a tight format, it's like I think the episodes are like. 30 minutes long at, at most which is good. um uh, which is nice exactly and within yeah. that that moment like it immediately gets you to like like connect with them understand their motivations understand what they want to do and in this case it's like harley quinn is the underdog right she's the underdog villain it's not about like her becoming a good guy like oh i'm gonna go fight with batman and stuff like that yeah. it's like batman barely shows up actually and when he does he is like the put line of every joke pretty much um and oh, which i love <laughs> i love that that was so good because they totally don't take batman seriously in that show at all um but <laughs> but uh uh the point being is that um uh, harley basically wants to become like the villain she wants to join the legion of doom and the legion of doom is like totally like gatekeepers like they don't t- they don't they don't like anybody join you have they to like meet certain yeah. standards you have to have done like certain amount of crimes at this level you have to have a crew all these things and like if not like and you have to like apply for membership like you get up like when you join like you get a badge and like <laughs> And there's like 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 uh like a tour like this is where the espresso machine is and stuff like that it's super funny it's like it feels like she's joining a corporation um but um but at the same time it's about 
her she gets help by uh by poison ivy and it's about them supporting each other as women and this show passes like like what is it the 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 i was i don't know how to pronounce it ever if it's the bechdel test or the bechdel test but it's basically the 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 the, the, that infamous test that they came that someone devised that in the 90s which i think is super clever which is like in any given show or movie are two women talking to each other about something that doesn't relate to a man right Mm. um it's like it's surprising how many shows and movies can't even like like meet that very oh i have considered to be an extremely low bar for storytelling um and this one passes it like like easily like they have such a great relationship and it's about them and about their desires and their needs as humans and and individuals that that you really get invested in, in both of their in their relationship but also what they both want from life it gets really interesting yeah. and and then and then it, it because then it, it it sets up all the other villains as people that are almost like like laughable like one dimensional which is usually how the women are portrayed right so that's how that flipped the script yeah. i thought was really really nice it's funny it's got good action and it does the thing that i'll say is like has been lately the formula i really like which is it's episodic in that there's like a character of the episode that they that there's a conflict with and you have to get past that conflict they usually get past that conflict within the episode so it can feel like just like oh yeah like villain of the week but it always progresses the plot and it always progresses the characters and and just striking that balance is so hard for most yeah. shows and this did it out of the blue or a show I did not expect that from. I wouldn't go into going like, ooh, I've heard this and that about the shows. Like I was just like, oh, let's watch it. I'm bored. And it was great. And it's great. Patient. Yeah. You- and 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 if for nothing else, Bane is the best character in that show sometimes. Good. <laughs> I like that. Um, so I did I did because you're talking about Harley Quinn, I did end up watching Birds of Prey mm-hmm. the other day. What was your take on that? Did you watch it? Have you actually watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a thinking? fan of that movie for not the traditional reasons. I think that Harley Quinn is great in that movie, how she's portrayed, much better than Suicide Squad. Yes. Um, uh, I think that the weakest part of that show is actually the rest of the Birds of Prey. Um, I think that the the that should have that that movie, sorry, that show that movie should have been called like Harley Quinn Two or something. Yes. It, 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 it 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 is about her. At the end of the day, and the parts that she shows up are the best parts. I think the other, like, if you come at it from that perspective, it works super well. Mm-hmm. I think that they let me down a little bit on the character development for the rest of the Birds of Prey. I thought yes. that they were written a bit shallow. Uh, I think that they're really the two people in that show that stand out are like Ian McGregor's character. I can yeah. watch all day. One of the, I think actually one of the best bad guys in the DC Hell universe. Yeah. Uh, he was cool. great. The scene where where Harley Quinn goes into the 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 police office, the the police yes. department, and with all the colors and stuff, boom! <laughs> great action scene. It's just an amazing action scene. Like I, I, it generally makes me happy when I watch that scene. I'll I'll rewatch it on YouTube sometimes just to make myself happy. Oh yeah, it's if, so good. If, if you've not watched Birds of Prey, go on YouTube and and, and just look up um, Birds of Prey police station or whatever it was yeah, like, yeah it's just it's just so fun that, that, so, that's, okay. I, the thing is i didn't know about that scene so when he came up i was like oh, that, that's actually funny and and we you know work yeah. together yeah. um so yeah the, the reason reason is that I, I did have low expectations for birds of prey um same 
and I start. I watched. I did start watching it once, and I was oh garbage. And then I finally was in the mood for it um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I actually liked it. I actually liked it. So that's why I'm very open open to anything Harley Quinn right now. Um, not that I wasn't before, but like uh, it's even more so now. I think I I, I I need to find a way to watch that. Um, yeah. Especially if it's episodic, I, I, I like a good show that is episodic that you can just, yeah. you know, if it's standalone sort of, yeah, that, that'd be great. And and uh, Margot Robbie is pushing for the the live action character to take mm-hmm. on like a, a series like the the, the animated one. She's, okay. she's actually yeah. she 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 watched it and really liked it. She's like pushing for it because the character has legs, man. That that's the thing. It's like it's a character Absolutely. that I would have never thought had legs, and it definitely has legs. There's so, a lot. There's super- a lot. There's, there's, it's a, to me, it's a different angle from from the Batman angle and the Joker angle. Like it's it's a very, in terms of live action movies, it's something yeah. that it's, it remains largely unexplored. Um, Harley yeah. Quinn and, and her entire world. Yes. Uh, which is why actually, I think also a reason why I enjoy Birds of Prey because I'm like I actually know very little about her. Like the, it's mm-hmm. it's explored in was it Justice League? Is it, was it? Just, yeah. No, not just. Uh, no, 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 no. Suicide Squad. Um, Suicide Squad. So. Um, when you see a little bit of her origin story, a little bit, it's, yep. it's mentioned, it's talked about, I think it's shown, I think they've actually filmed a bunch of scenes yeah. um, with her and the Joker that didn't make the cut, but... Release the air cut. Yeah, air cut. <laughs> so they, they, they need they need to give us some more on her. And I think she, she and because she does a great port- portrayal of her, like she she, she looks good, she, she, she is literally mental. <laughs> you know, played actually, she's got that edge. So... I want to see well, more. Honestly. So the the show dives into her trauma a lot more. Yeah, that that's what I really like about the show. It, it it goes back to like why she kind of fell in love with the Joker and all stuff and how the Joker treats her. But also, it's like that's a, what the, the kind of I think my last point on it is that this show does a better job of of what the movie Joker tried to do, which is certainly like humanize the Joker in, yeah. and unfortunately like a somewhat odd way at times. So I know there's a lot of like. Like that, that movie's been politicized to death and and there's a lot of different views of that movie. So we'll go into that mm-hmm. right now. But um, but this animated show, say it 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 it, it portrays a joker in a, in the light that you're not gonna expect. Like okay. it's very different how it portrays a joker because it starts off as like the classic joker. And then by mm-hmm. the end of the show, you're like, oh damn. And it actually leaves the Joker plot line somewhat open-ended for what, what would have been the third season, which at the time there was debate about it. And now that they've confirmed the third season is coming, which I'm super excited about. And, um, and yeah, is so check it out. Is, is he ending up as a stay-at-home dad? So what's happening? Uh, watch the show. <laughs> you will find out. Do you want to go with the other one? Oh, yeah. And, and, and quick little touch. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so the the other one, once again, another show I had low expectations for. And I think also there's something to like what expectations you have going into a show, right? Because Harley Quinn yeah. had no expectations. Yeah. Not because I thought it was bad, just because I didn't care. Um, this one, I generally thought, I think this might be bad, uh, mm. mainly because it's Modoc, which is yeah. right now trending. And like, there's a lot of chatter about it. Um, and it's, uh, for anybody who's not familiar with it, it's uh, Modoc is a Marvel show that was released on Hulu. Why was released on Hulu, JC? Do you ask? Huh, yeah, well, why? I've got an answer for you, audience. Thank you. Uh, so this has happened. So 
to get into like nerdy Marvel behind the scenes stuff. Um, there was the Marvel license was not was not fully controlled by Marvel Studios. There were other it was it was being used by other studios within Disney. So the full creative control was not under uh, Kevin Feige. That's how we got Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, yes. all those shows on Netflix. All the right? one that's failed. <laughs> Although, although Daredevil, a lot of people still stick it's up solid. on that one. No, so, so yeah, it is solid. And there's got a pretty amazing fight scene. And The Punisher I've heard decent things about. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, Iron Fist was a ma- massive flop, uh, like yes. objectively. So, yes. so point being is that, is that Netflix was creating shows. So like the lice, there's a studio within Marvel, like working with Netflix to develop the shows. There's another studio within Marvel developing Hulu shows. Mm. Now, those shows, there was four shows planned. Uh, there was there was this one Modoc. There was Howard the Duck, um, which yes. I'm, I'll come back to that. Uh, there was a I think it's like uh, a Hit Monkey, uh, and there's like a fourth one which was like Tigra and someone else. I had never heard of those characters in Marvel. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine. So they're, they're 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 they 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 finally Kevin Feige goes like people. I got the clout. I'm going to just hoover up everything and it's mm-hmm. all mine. Y'all need to stop playing in my sandbox. Off you go. Uh, but when that happened, the Hulu shows were in development and half of back. them, yeah. yeah, half of them got <laughs> cut, right? Uh, right? So the ones that were cut were Howard the Duck and that other one, Tigra and somebody else. Uh, the Howard the Duck one, I actually am legitimately bummed because the showrunner for that was going to be Kevin Smith. And oh, if anybody, no way. That would have been if, awesome. If anybody's going to do Howard the Duck humor, yeah. it's Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's like, and, and Howard the Duck just like, he's a character that has so much you could tell that would be yeah. right in that Rick and Morty type, type sphere. Yeah. Whereas the movie didn't do him justice as much as that is a cult classic. And I do actually want to go back and watch that movie again one day. Um, but uh, but anyways, it got cut, and and that was like, and and the, and the whole thing is like all the characters are all like anti heroes, and they were going to come together as not the defenders, the offenders. Yes. <laughs> which I'm like, oh, classic pun, Marvel. Indeed. So I, that point, I was I wasn't as keen on, but I did want to watch Howard the Duck. Point being is that the ones that make the cut are Hit Monkey and Modok. Modok, yeah because they were too far in production. So they still had to release them. So I'm like, oh, this doesn't have the Kevin Feige stamp. I'm like, ah, is it going to be good? Da, da, da. And, and it comes out and it's voice, but MODOK gets voiced by Patton Oswalt. If you know who MODOK is, I can't give you a whole origin story of MODOK. Go Google it. Go to Wikipedia. It's all there. Um, but MODOK's a bad guy in the, in the, in the, in the Marvel. So another anti-hero sort of moment, yes. right? The funny part is it has so many parallels with the Harley Quinn show where it's like, it's Mo- it's about Modoc basically being a bad guy that has never had the big take over the world moment. He doesn't have Thanos power. He doesn't have like he's not Galactus at all, right? So so it, it so he has like it's like lower level villain, he, and he's very aware of it and very self conscious. He's it. <laughs> he's supposed to be a genius, but he's also a very very stupid genius. That's exactly. like he's put into because I watch I only watched episode one because at the time of this recording uh, episodes who just dropped on disney plus for us in the uk and so i've only watched the first one but the first one was like this guy's a genius supposed to take over the world but also he can't deal with like day-to-day real life as in like normal life situation like taking care of his wife his spoiler kid yeah uh <laughs> kids so i was yeah. like <laughs> it's quite actually quite funny to witness like this is supposed to be this badass but it's not 
And, and, and the thing about it is like, this is a thing that I really love as opposed to grounding it in him being a villain. Cause you barely get to like, even like get to see him do his villain thing before it instantly grounds it in his family. Yeah. It's a family comedy drama at the end of the day, because there's some moments that are like, like I've seen people on Twitter go like, yeah, no, I got teary twice watching MODOK uh, because like the family piece, oh dude, there's some parts that are heartbreaking dude like mm. legit heartbreaking like in particular one with his daughter you're just like ah damn and, but it the way the writing is set up it totally earns it because the way he finds out about something and i, I won't spoil it no but he, Thank you. he recognizes something about his daughter that he didn't know and the mechanism for him to recognize that is something that was basically the point of the show like it was like mm. the 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 conflict led to him like developing like a technology that helps him resolve the conflict. But as a, as a, as a kind of like a, a side thing, it also makes him recognize something about his daughter he didn't know. And, and it doesn't get resolved. Like he doesn't take action. He, it's yeah. like, he just recognizes and just like, it, it lets you sit with the sadness at the end of the episode. And it's very well done. Dude. Like oh, I'm man. very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be one of those, uh, let's reach for the tissue, tissue box. It, 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 Which, it's 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 not like total tearjerker, but it's got moments that are genuinely sad. All right, just so I know what what episode is that, so I can get ready. <laughs> I think it's three. I want to say. Right. So it, it establishes it early, if I'm honest. It establishes dynamic with his wife. Which mm. shout out Latina man, finally get Latina <laughs> representation in the in the Marvel universe, and and not as like any Latino stereotype. I was like, damn, like she's like a self help guru that like does stuff like on youtube and like mm. builds her brand and stuff and uh and anyways there's a little there's a nice subplot with her and i i, I won't give away more because it, that would be very spoilery uh but she's very interesting the sun is like super like not what you would expect in in that character um uh yeah anyways i can't get away too much but the point being is like the 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 show takes like rick and morty type humor times and that's why i was like when yes. he started i was like it's getting released on disney plus i was like really because there's one part in the well, it's show on star like, it's on star in disney plus so you, you know it's, oh. it's got language so it's not it's not it's not accessible to for kids it's it's actually ah. the adult the adult section that sounds a bit off yeah exactly. <laughs> it's the adult section of it's plus. it's the one at the back of the video store with the curtain you know <laughs> yeah that one so it's that one uh, um, no, but, yeah, there's one part one that's thing, very Rick and Morty. <laughs> there's one thing I like. Um, again, I've, I've only watched episode one, but um, the, the stylistics of it, the, the way it's drawn, is very reminiscent of, again, of, of MTV. Um, well, it's claymation. Claymation, exactly. Yeah. MTV used to have the, what was it, like the wrestling, yeah. uh, the celebrity death match. <gasps> That's Dude, I've forgotten about that. Yes, yeah. yes, it's exactly celebrity deathmatch. That's exactly uh, that. Better, yeah. better movement now than they had back course, then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. much in that vein. I'd for, totally forgot about that. Yeah, and funny enough, that that type of humor at times as well. <laughs> kind of think oh, yeah. of it. There's, there's a lot uh, so of yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. I, I, did, I did. It took me a few minutes to get on the level because I wasn't expecting any. Like I didn't know anything about it. I went. I went in blind. And I was yeah. like, first I was like, huh? and then, yeah, then you, it, yeah. it gets good in that same yeah. episode. And, and then, no, based on that, now I'm kind of looking forward to the Hit Monkey one because I was listening to mm. um, uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, uh, Fat Man Beyond, 
and uh, he's talking about uh, Modok and about how like you know like those guys like they knew what they were doing with the animation stuff. But he's like, yeah. he's like he he gave a little spoiler on like Hitmonkey. He's like, but Hitmonkey. He's like, because I, I have no idea who that character is. He's like, it, there's parts of it that are straight out of Kill Bill. Like it's it's yeah. gonna be like that. Like the 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 action scenes are done very stylistically. I'm like, oh, okay, I could be done. So these Hulu shows, I think, might have a little bit of legs because Hulu released like a like a live action show like the six months ago. Was it Hellstrom? That yeah. just yeah. flopped, and that was part of like yeah. the it's too far in development. Kevin Feige said, let, let it roll, and that show will die a quick death. I'm very <laughs> sure. Read over at some point. Yeah, no one liked it. <laughs> So yeah, so over to you, sir. Well, uh, you know what I like is every single of our, that every single recommendation we've we've gone with today, none of it is for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, not quite on brand, but it's like not, that's what not, we're, yeah, we're not on brand today. We just we just literally went with everything we've enjoyed. So it's not it's again, if you're looking for stuff for your kids, this is not the episode. Uh, we'll come back with something else on another day but um so in that spirit <laughs> on that note my last recommendation is army of the dead uh which came out this week last week some point very recently on netflix uh which is a Zack snyder creation production production co-written directed and director of photographed if i can say it that way uh thing so it's pretty much a one man <laughs> one man show he did everything he did everything and i've read a bunch of interviews from the actors saying that he was awesome on shoot like on location because he was filming 10 12 hours a day holding the camera literally you know some some directors of photography they just set it up and they got the yeah. um assistant to do all the job that like he was literally with the camera on his back in the heat of the desert um and Vegas area, and he he did it all, you know, directed, made sure that he looked good. Um, so I'm gonna try and do, do tell you what it is. Spoiler free, because you've not watched it, right? You know. Yeah, I was about to say. Unfortunately, uh, uh, peeps out there, I have not watched it yet. So this would be one that normally we would go into spoiler territory, but uh, I actually religiously do want to watch this movie. I'm very excited okay. about it. Uh, but uh, but just a quick note on Zack Snyder. It seems like it's a running theme with him, like because yeah. in Justice League, that's one thing that like all all the actors came out to defend him not in part partly his work but also his character just like no he's a good guy he's different to the directors he actually cares he, about this stuff he's a nice human being and that's uh, yeah. that has to be highlighted because we've we're hearing so many stories uh, back in the last few months years yeah. so it's just like when somebody does something well you gotta you gotta give them props as well because it's not exactly not a given that everybody behaves nicely correct try to um right army of the dead so <laughs> it's a funny one so it's a combination of two different styles right two different genres zombie movies and heist movies yep. so think about oceans 11 meets uh walking dead and uh yep. that's where zombie <laughs> army of the dead is that's a great um, setup yep yeah it's a great setup so basically without again without spoiling anything um starts off with that scene where there's a this convoy that's carrying something it's it's obviously yeah. An army convoy and they're carrying something around the area of um, Vegas. They've got they don't know what they're carrying. They don't know what it is. They crash. Uh, Why know, do they crash, Tom? 
we don't know something happens. <laughs> I'm spoil. they crash because they have to be it has to be a story man okay <laughs> the, the 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 moment that sets this whole story into play for me is still such the biggest face play because i sorry yes. I, actually i was i started watching the movie had to stop yeah. uh and and i just caught about that much and i'm like that is the funniest thing ever to set a whole like an, ap- an, apoc- an apocalypse into motion <laughs> let's put it this way when <laughs> when i was watching and the crash happened i was like this is one of the best way to go <laughs> not for well for at least one of the two people involved anyway um <laughs> i think you said it very well you, you kept it as clean as possible but but still going like yeah that's it <laughs> i was watching i was like no yeah no <laughs> amazing anyway again not for kids not for kids so they they crash the the thing they're carrying the thing they're carrying escapes and unleashes a zombie apocalypse but located in vegas so the entire city of vegas is run (laughs) i said yeah actually it's, it's actually run by zombies but without spoiling it you'll see why um so you move forward in the future and the entire city of Vegas is now surrounded. It's blocked. You can, nobody can escape. You can go in. If you want to go in, you can, but you've got to pay somebody to, you know, slip you right in to do whatever you want to do. So that's the zombie part of the film. The other, the other part of the film is the heist, which is now you um, introduce the character of a, one of the casino owner that says, look, in one of my vaults, which is still there, there's 200 mil. I want that money back. Um, and, it's, and it's at that moment he's talking yep. to Drax, aka Dave Batista. Yeah, uh, who is uh, a really good actor actually. It's quite it's quite weird not to see him in, like painted in blue. It's really weird and with a beard, like yeah. you know that Eminem beard that he's wearing that yep. looks fake, but it's there. Yeah. Um, so he he's he's asking for Drax's help into yeah. getting his money back, and he's like, "Look, two hundred million there. I give you, f- I think 50, 50 million You get to keep if you come out of this alive." Yep. gather a crew let's go and again i don't want to spoil they have to go in there's a bunch of stuff happening will they go out i don't know i can't tell you um so that that's the premises of the film and it's i don't know it's pretty hard to to talk about it without spoiling it for you and but let's say that but before we start recording at the end of so, it i was like yep i've i've watched it so one thing i'd love to talk about is the initial montage i have watched through there like the basically, introduction, you mean? Yeah, like okay. that montage in the beginning, I thought was a very interesting way of setting up the movie. So the whole thing with the zombies and like the slow motion, and you saw you yeah. saw the, the fake Eiffel Tower dropping on top of a bunch of zombies. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that, that actually, when when I so that reminded me of um, Zombieland. I think is the one. Is it Zombieland? Yeah, Zombieland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, with the Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Surprisingly um, good movie. Yeah. Awesome movie. Like, uh, Didn't watch surprise. the second one though. Second one was any good? Our second one's all right. Uh, it's not okay. the first one. The first one's just okay. a beast of a movie. Um, to me, the intro is a mix of Guardians of the Galaxy with Zombieland and a bit of um, what was the other movie that did that? Oh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. A little bit Shaun of the Dead. It had a bit of humor at the start of it, but then that goes away really quickly. That the the the, the st- that style goes away like he, yeah. he, he moves on from that so it almost okay. feels like he went i want you guys to think this is a comedy 
Uh, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Because he does that classic Snyder thing that which which I pass. I enjoy it, but at times I feel it does get a little bit old. But he plays like Viva Las Vegas over like a yeah. very violent montage. Yeah. And as I feel it's just such a Snyder thing to do. I'm just like this like happy go lucky song. It's like everybody's getting <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> no, it, I, I really enjoyed it that that part actually. So the entire film is very it, it reminds me a lot of the, his Snyder cuts, which is there's a lot of things he could have cut out of the film. Like because yeah. it's it runs for two hours and thirty-five or now two hours forty-five, something something quite I was long, surprised, long. yeah. Ridiculous. But again with Schneider, there's a lot of fat around the bone. Like they, there's a lot of things you could have done. There, there was literally one scene. I've watched it once, and as I was watching one scene, I was like this you could have cut this you could cut like you don't need this like yeah. spit it up you don't need that um so that's the, that's the one that there's two critics for me there's two things that, that that sort of took me out of the movie that are not again spoiler um related but like the fact that he was sometimes taking forever to go from a to b which is very snidery to do yeah. a very snidery thing to do is and, and it took me out again i was like god stop talking like get to the point like we know we don't need this um and 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 there's a, there's a couple discussion like a uh, couple interactions between characters. I'm like, this is not really natural. This is not how we'd expect people to react and 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 go, you know, move on from. It's like, it's, yeah. it's it's really weird. It's, it's a couple of things like that. You'll see when you once you watch it. But and the second thing, that's again, I, I keep going on talking about that is style, the stylistics of it. Like he does that depth of field thing, which is like, but to yeah. a point where it's actually distracting. It's like. You've got the main character talking to somebody else and the scene is set up that you've got literally just the, the, the face of the character who's talking that is non-blurred. So it's actually sharp. It's, it's, it's actually fine. The rest of it is just pushed to the extreme where it's like, you know, when you use that filter on Instagram where you, yep. you want your background to be blurry and like everything else around it, there's no death to it. I'm like, please stop doing that. Please stop it. Because... And the, the reason why I didn't like that is because it's set in, in Vegas. It's set in those places. Like, and you've made some, like you've made an effort to recreate that, that destroyed version of Vegas. Like everything's falling apart. Like you've got a bunch of stuff happening in the background, but you, you're just blurring that. Like all the special effects and everything that you've created, the world around it that you've created, is sort of de- detached from what's happening on screen. It's just, it's just the weirdest thing. Um, because of him using that effect, using that, that I don't know, yeah. I'm not going to say it's a lens, but like it's, the, the blur effect is just too much. Yeah. It just takes you out. And, and you can tell it's an effect. So so I, I made yeah. it all the way through the, and this is not a huge point because everybody recognizes it's going to happen. It's like the, the recruitment uh, part where sure. it's like he goes in, uh, uh, sorry, the, the assemble the team part. Right, mm-hmm. he assembles a whole team, and they they get together, and they they're all in the same place for the first time, and they're talking. And you're right, and he leans into that blurring effect a lot in the scene, yeah. and and that scene is lit with a lot of light, so it makes the blurring effect very jarring, right? Because the light isn't like soft, right, at all. It's very mm-hmm. very very light, and uh, sorry, yeah, very bright. Um, and so yeah, there's a couple of things stylistically. I, I was curious. I'm like. That's why I was curious. Like, obviously, I want to finish the movie. It's like I'm like, I wonder where he's gonna take this because I was like, why would he be doing this at this particular point? Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like it served a purpose. 
so okay, that, that's a good catch, dude. I don't think it does, and it's sort of a disservice to the film also because it's a bunch of action scenes that, that are still using the effects. And I'm like, one of the fun thing, fun, fun thing to see in an action film is not only what's happening in the, in the foreground, it's what's happening in the background as well. You see a bunch of other characters fighting. And it's like, sometimes you concentrate on, on I was going to say Drax, but on, on Dave Batista's character, and then something's happening in the background, but you can't see it. You don't yep, know what's happening. Yep. yep. Um, and I don't know, man. It's it's over the top with that that effect, and I think it feels like you know when when you're a student, like your college or whatever, and you've discovered how to use Final Cut or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. look at that cool, cool, uh, cool effect I can do, and then you use it on every single shot. And it's like, yeah, we got we got it. You discovered uh, vignette, whatever it's called. It's like, yeah, good for yeah. you. <laughs> like, stop now. It doesn't help the story. It doesn't help so- the, the the development of characters. Yeah. So story-wise, one thing that I will say, the reason why I got excited over it when I first mm-hmm. when I started, I was I was generally bummed I had to stop it, um, is that at least for me, I'm curious to take if you had the same impression. I only saw one trailer. I don't know if it was first, second, or third, but I saw yeah. one trailer, and same. in the trailer, what it made me think it was, and the way it was shot, because this trailer feels very deliberately that I don't know if the the next trailer undid it, but it made it feel like they were planning a heist. And then as they're executing the heist, they realize they're zombies. Whereas this is, everybody knows they're zombies. Oh, Let's yeah. still go do a heist. Like that, that's the part that for me got flipped going into it. They got me excited. I was like, oh, wait, this is not what I expected. Once again, expectations, right? I'm like, all right, it's going to be the classic, like assemble the team, go in. And there's this surprise. Only the surprise happens to be zombies instead zombies. of something else but, like the, the 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 flip was was different whereas it's like that's why that initial montage to me was interesting because it took me from where i was in the trailer to tell me like no 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 this this is totally different and it built a world very quickly very effectively yeah you're right because i've seen i've seen the same trailer that you i think it was it was it was sort of misleading in a way that it was like oh yeah by the way we're going to drop you into that zone surprise <laughs> Um, but it's not that I actually I forgot to mention one thing that's not really um spoiler in the spoiler yep. uh, world, but like the whole thing, the, the whole tension of the movie is not only that the zombies are there and you need to get the money out, is that they're about to nuke the entire place so they can do kill of the zombies, right? You've got 48 hours, yes, actually less than that by the time they get set up, and like oh, you got 24 hours or even less. I can't remember how much it is, yeah. So you've got that stress of there's a nuke coming our way, you're on um, the clock, exactly. You're on the clock. So that's sort of something that is not also not shown, I think, in the trailers, if I'm not mistaken, or at least yep. the ones we've seen. Um, and that that sort of adds some spice <laughs> to it. Yeah. Like, oh, somebody's going to get nuked real soon. Yep. Terminator style. Um, yeah. And I think there's that actually that's mentioned in the film. I think there's one line that somebody's like, oh, who's like in Terminator? They're going to get nuked. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. So um, it's it's interesting that there's a bunch of stuff that you were not seeing that i wasn't expecting that to happen actually i'm quite happy um that's the option they go for like nuke the entire place because i'm like yep. a bunch of zombie movies like they're like oh no we are there. just nuke them yeah <laughs> exactly it's like they're not strong let's be honest here them. they're dumb they're, yeah. they're really dumb like just actually yeah. spoil it but you'll you'll see yeah. stuff nope. like that it's quite cool 
Um, yeah, no, but th- that's the part that I was looking forward to. Coming off the trailer, what I was looking forward to was like, oh, we got smart zombies. Not smart, but like more evolved zombies. Like zombies that like, zombies. They're, they're fast. They're thinking about stuff. that I, Not thinking, but like at least organizing. That's what I got from the trailer. Which is like, it's not your classic zombies. They're just like walking around yeah. half there. And it's like, just just nuke the place and you're done, right? Yeah, but- um, that's where I thought like, oh, that's an interesting premise. But then what the first, I think it's like 15 minutes of the movie does, it's like, I think it gives you stake. And whether those stakes are paid off or not, I don't know. But like, it gives you stakes for those characters in that montage really quickly. Like, mm. I immediately felt for Dave Bautista's character yes. very yes, quickly yeah. in that movie, despite the fact that he doesn't really sit there and say like, well, I've lost this, 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 and that. It's like, like he touches on it, but very briefly because it allows you to move into that recruitment scene very effectively because you know what's at stake for all of them from the get-go. I love I loved his reasons. They, they were super grounded and very real. And I love that because usually it's like, it's your turn to save the world, you know. Yeah. Like no, he's like, he did some stuff. He's now working a crap job and he just won yeah. that cash money. Yep. <laughs> In the yeah, end, exactly. I'm like, you know what? You don't need more, much more than that in the field sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the part is like they, he got a medal of freedom and just like yeah, yeah whatever I got the show for they it. Don't it's pay the bills. And it's like yeah. and it's like it's 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 like the you see that all the time in the military. You see that all the time with athletes. Uh, yeah. All the time is like they get little show for it afterwards of career where they abuse their body and they just they weren't a listers and they they sacrifice their body for very little afterwards at the end of the yeah. day. Um, and then the so big, yeah, big money comes you know big money a shot to get some big money comes across yeah. and then it's like i don't know what i'm gonna take yeah. it yeah um, possible meta commentary that apparently is extremely common with wrestlers yeah yeah wrestlers yeah, they, actually, they end yeah. up flipping burgers yeah yeah let's see it happens yeah if you're not a a list um athletes yeah. you know like uh like and that's where they get paid a lot you know the top of the top right. and it's like well because it's super hard to get there that's yeah, another not- discussion <laughs> not everybody comes to rock exactly exactly uh, um, but, uh, but then, cool. then my, my my just my final thought about it is just that it's a good film uh almost punch my tv again uh the, my two recommendations almost make me punch my tv so i'm <laughs> starting to uh, get worried about my mental health but now it's just the the the, the ending i was like mm, i'm not gonna say anything uh yeah. again the, the reviews and the critics, again, it depends on your expectations. It's not the best film of the year to me. It's not the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen. It, it, it'll, it could have been shorter. Again, there's a theme there. But that was to be expected. But I think it's, it's a very solid film. It's very enjoyable. But just the ending, I was like, hmm, and we'll talk about it once you... You get cool. to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Actually, Fio's watching with me. So she's like joining in the in some of the, the nerd love right now. So we'll, we'll, we'll polish that one off. But uh, yeah, no, with, with the, what I also heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it's a follow-up or a prequel. They're already planning like a, a prequel, a, 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 an animated prequel, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that, yeah. should be, that should be coming out in the next couple of years. But that, that's, that's, in the, that's being talked about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so it sounds like at least the, the world building, well, maybe the plot may have not delivered to expectations. It's like the world building was at least effective enough that it can spin off other things. Oh, by the way, if when, once you finish um, watch, watching the movie, um, you'll, you'll be probably uh, sucked into the entire theory of time loop in that film. So oh. there's uh, even Zack Snyder said, yes, maybe there's a time loop thing in there. 
I, I it's, saw it's that mentioned, on Twitter. It's mentioned in the film. Yeah, it's mentioned in the film by the the actual characters. They're actually debating in the, like halfway through the film, halfway through the heist. Yeah. Is this a time loop thing? Like I'm yeah. stuck in a time loop, and I've not done too much research into it. But I would not be surprised if there's like a second layer to the film where it's like actually. Yeah. They are in the time. Clever. Okay. All right. Give it up to my boy Snake <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> All right. Cool. I think that's it. We've we've yeah. we've, we've got enough. Um, it's a nice way to come back into it. You know, yeah. A few recommendations. Um, right. right Keeping it tight, people. Trying to hit tight. that hour mark for for I all the listeners we, we out there. there we we are listening to you. We heard your feedback. We want to. Yes. We want to try to get to an hour. It just we we can waffle on sometimes, but we're trying. <laughs> it's only because we like what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, let's let's wrap this this one up. Uh, we'll be back next week with another one. I think we'll be talking about Tenet, the uh, mm. Nolan movie. Which speaking also, of time loops, mm. yeah, thinking about it, we we stick into this in June. We'll we'll do a bunch of stuff. This time related and there um, may or may not be a special guest coming to indeed. do something indeed. interesting yeah. so um, look out for that kids <laughs> yeah I'm very, I'm very excited about that tenant episode i, I want to hear what people other people think about this um right so, spoiler it ain't sago we know other people guys yeah <laughs> we have other friends <laughs> right um uh, anyway let's wrap this up uh thanks for everyone Thanks everyone for listening to yeah. this week's episode. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, uh, please go and subscribe to all of our social media, Instagram, where we are now 1,400 people in there following nice. us. Um, we just crossed 500 on Twitter, so please go and follow us there as well. And still on Facebook, but doesn't matter. We're on LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. Uh, and YouTube. YouTube is going yeah. up as well in terms of subscriptions. Thanks for everyone who's watching. So... Um, yeah. leave us and a, a, a comment on Google that helps uh, from some five stars on Apple podcast that also helps but uh, yes JC yeah and and thanks to to Tom for being a producer extraordinaire and making this happen <laughs> Zack Snyder <laughs> <laughs> going on for too long man um, but yeah please subscribe please share please like please stay with us we'll be back next week for another episode of catching up with the nerds thank you JC for joining us yeah check out modok bye yes check out modok anyway <laughs> goodbye people see you all next week <laughs>